0: Hi everybody, welcome to Rob Evans 365. It's day number 1372 and I'm just leaving my morning meeting. If you're a long-term listener, you'll hear me talk about how important it is to build relationships and I'm talking about business relationships here. I'm not talking about intimate relationships but um, and this year how I'm having such a focus on building those relationships. And what that has meant for me uh, so far uh, this year because, uh, you know, I've I've stepped away the last sort of five years uh, from this networking group called BNI uh, to build global relationships. And I decided that listening to my business coach who's based in the US, one of the most successful people in what he does, and how much time he spends building his relationships, like 70% of his time. And he'd made a comment about uh, working on building the relationships close to him and like within his, his community and within the community uh, that he has uh, developed as clients. And so he has uh, you know, coached, developed, attracted a certain level of, of clientele and then during COVID, he started up this founders group, which I'm a member of. Which the idea of that is to get highly successful people. Uh, normally, seven. You've got to be a seven-figure uh, person, so worth at least a million, a million dollars to be involved with this group. And uh, there's uh, millionaires, multimillionaires, uh, there's billionaires involved now. And as that group has grown, he's realised. That even though he's he's brought this group together uh, to invest in great opportunities businesses etc he's realized that there's such a massive skill base in all these people because guess what you get a group of uh, wealthy people in the room and you've got a lot of skills right you've got a lot of skills in that room and so it got me thinking about Uh, my local area and where's the best place to go to meet a whole group of those people which no brainer it's b and i and the chapter is now the uh, most successful chapter in australia and we have i think it's 45 members it can fluctuate a little bit by by one or two going up or down but uh right now we've gone Um, since I've joined, uh, the numbers have been growing and growing, it won't be long before we're at 50, Uh, it really won't, People think, oh we're just getting too big, but uh, no, because the more people you have in the room, the more opportunities that there are, and if you're making sure that you're getting the right people in the room then how can it be too big you know, it's just like it's going really, really well, and so this is my seventh meeting, I came for a week as a visitor. So including that week, it's the seventh time that I've been to a meeting and the number of clients that I've picked up uh, just since I'm joining and those that are about to join is just mind-blowing. It's been really, really quite impressive. But at no point when I joined did I think, I want to get more clients. It, well, sorry, that, that's not the right thing to say. I knew I would get more clients, but when I joined, it's like, okay, I'm in the room now. You need to come and see me. It wasn't about that. It was about where can I add value to people? How can I have a discussion with somebody to really add value with them? Because uh, I'm not interested in in saying, uh, let's just say that I, I went in there and I said, look, I want all your business. And people come to me and they do one transaction, right? It's like, okay, yeah, I've done a transaction with you, fantastic. Um, and but then they don't do anything ever again. It's like, well, what, what's the point in that? I would much rather have the relationship and the relationship be strong rather than I'm sure you can all think of a, an example where you've, say, you've had a service done, uh, you've had somebody come out, whether it be a trade person is probably the easiest one to think of. If you've had a trade person come out and they've left the place a mess, they've caused damage, they've, um, I don't know, let's just say it's somebody that, let's say an electrician comes out to see you and they've done the job, but they've left all rubbish behind, they've left muddy footprints through the house and they've put a greasy handprint on your plaster wall. You will tell everybody about the mess that they left behind and the greasy handprint on the wall and not about the, maybe the world-class job that they did. Because that's not the bit that you remember. What you remember is the bad bit. Because people are always looking for an opportunity to not do business with you. Right? And I had an experience just recently where somebody came to do some work for me. Um, I took a before photo and an after photo. And... If you th- really, uh, the work was like this. If the, if the after photo was the before photo, you would have been like, wow, what a great job. But it wasn't that. It was the other way around. The before photo was the way that I had it. The after photo was disgraceful. Like, really disgraceful. And the people that I showed show it to, they just laugh. They're like, are you serious? They left it like that? And it probably took me, if I accumulated the amount of time it took me to fix the, the issue, to put it back to the way that it was, um, in, across two rooms, it probably took me 40 minutes to do it. And it's like, wow, here I am paying somebody for a service. And I was paying a lot of money for the service. And this is, this is what happened. It's like, wow. So guess what? Automatically, I would never use that person again. And I've told probably five people. They say that if you've had a good service, these are old numbers, so forgive me if they're not quite right, but it's something like this. For every great service that you have, you might tell three people. But for every bad service you'll tell, uh, so I have, you'll tell somewhere between five to ten people about that. So that's how... People are looking for excuses not to do business with you. So it's very, very interesting. And so um, even today, I'm I'm looking for cues with people. I, uh, I was just standing next to somebody and they were talking about how um, they weren't sleeping very well and, you know, whatever goes on. And I came in on the tail end of the conversation and I said... Um, to the, like when the the other person finished speaking to the person I was waiting for, I said, "Oh look, I you know I hope things are okay, um, you know take care of yourself, etc." And um, then I said, "Look, I didn't want to, you know, overhear your your conversation there, but I just wanted to uh, to make sure is, is, is everything okay." And uh, you know they told me what was going on, and I said look, it's, life as a business owner, it can be very lonely. And uh, you know this particular person's in business with their partner as well. And I said, look, that can be really, really tough. And she told me what the problem was that was going on for her. And I said, well, um, I said, do you know what your triggers are? And she said, stress can be a big part of it. And I said, well, here's the thing. And I just spent like about seven minutes with her just explaining where stress comes from and not necessarily stating um, anything that she'd probably never heard before but it was about taking the time to try and add some value to her day make her feel a little bit better and just spoke about what I see when I'm working with clients and where the different stress points are and how to help manage some of that stuff is by really making sure that you take some time out for yourself every single day and when you work with your partner, that can create a, a whole extra layer of stress because, well, think about it. If you own a business, it's very stressful because you own your own business. Let's, let's face it. Um, you've always got to be nuts to own your own business because of how much heartache, pain, suffering goes into owning your own business. Um, but it's also incredibly rewarding, which is why I keep doing it. I love it. Um, so you've got, you've got these problems as a business owner now then you've got the stress of money like finances in a small business that's struggling a little bit uh, can be very worrisome and you know you're worrying about all the debt etc cetera, etc cetera, and uh, you know all the, the challenges with staff with stock etc and so then you bring that home but okay let's go back a step you're in the business with the partner so the partner has the same issues as you now, but they're a little bit different because you look at it differently. Your partner will always look at it through a different set of eyes and that can cause you to butt heads. And it's like, well, one wants to grow, one wants to rein in the, uh, the expenditure, etc., and it becomes very, very challenging. So, of course, now you've got two issues in people, similar but different. You take those home, you're butting heads all day at work, potentially, or there's tension, there's stress, And you take it home, and then, well guess what? You don't talk, well if you talk about it, you're just bringing the work home. You're talking about the same issues, the stuff you talked at work, and it's getting you more and more worked up. And now you're getting uh, the business stuff brought into personal stuff, then you go to bed, and maybe that's keeping you awake at night, and maybe you roll over, and that's what you're talking about, because it's frustrating you. And guess what? All of that leads to stress. And so you need to make sure that you're taking time out for yourself every single day so that you can uh, make sure that you're just breathing, just living your best life and and trying to look after yourself um, and so and then we we talked about a, a few other things about um, you know how to help her grow the business and and uh, do th- things a little bit differently. but all of that was I could have just. Not even bothered listening to the, the conversation and just walked off and said, Oh, she's busy. Uh, but instead, what I did was I listened and then thought, Okay, well, how can I help support this person? Because obviously, they're feeling a little bit down today and, and um, as I later found out, um, stressed. And it wasn't a transactional discussion. As in like, okay, well, I'll talk to this person so I can get money. It's about uh, being a nice person uh, for someone. You know, being there to support people and helping um, put a smile on their face. Sometimes you just don't know what is going on in people's lives. And to, you know, to be there, uh, to help put a smile on someone's face or to have somebody feel like you support them, um, that can be huge in building a relationship and uh, for me uh, it's about longevity it's about how do you build lifetime relationships with great people that are really passionate about what it is that they're doing we all have different challenges uh, but how do how do we do that and how can we support people in a way that's really really great so um you know i'm enjoying uh, you know, each week I say, I'm really enjoying catching up with people and getting to understand their businesses and stuff because I, I just love, uh, you know, feeling other people's energy, helping support them, uh, helping them grow. And then, you know, that's coming back to me in spades where people are saying, oh yeah, look, you really know what you're talking about. I, I, I need to come and see you. I'm going to come and see you. Uh, I've got five people in the room right now that are in that category uh, on top of the people that are, are already seeing me. So, it just goes to show when you're, you're genuine, you're authentic, and you're adding value and genuinely wanting to build relationships, then that's, that's just awesome. It just means great results for everybody. So that's me done for today. I'm home, about to get out of, the, out of the suit into some more casual gear, and I'm going to do a workout a little bit later. I'll see you soon. Bye.